Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brandon Davis, and I'm here with Amber. Woot woot! Yes, and um, basically, let's let me just introduce ourselves. Let me just introduce ourselves really quick. My mm-hmm. name is Brandon Davis. I was born and raised in Portland, Oregon, mm. um, and now I am here in Massachusetts. We're in Gordon College, and we're starting a podcast, something new. Mm-hmm. So it's really exciting. Amber, who are you? Yeah, my name's Amber Jogi. If you haven't seen me around, I'm a junior at Gordon College. I'm from the A. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. A A A A. I'm not actually from Atlanta. I'm from Kennesaw, Georgia, but people don't know where that is. Okay. So I say Atlanta. Atlanta, Georgia. But yeah, and yeah, but yeah, Brandon and I are doing a podcast. Is that where twerking spawned out of Atlanta? I mean, Georgia? I I would say a lot of dances, a but of, yeah, most definitely. Twerking. A lot of booty shaking. A lot of booty shaking. Out out of the Georgia. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, now we got that out of the way. The reason this podcast, I want to name it the Young Christian because we. I really believe that um, there's a lot of topics to be talked about um, being a 21st century young Christian mm-hmm. and um, kind of what that's like growing up in the 21st century and being young. So I want to talk about things like music, politics, and dating, which we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. And we're going to turn up the transparency till 1,000. I mean, why not start there? You know, like yeah. why start at zero and we could go to 1,000. 1,000 real quick. Um, just because uh, we don't want to hide anything from uh, our listeners, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if we hide who we are in our humanness, um, as being Christians, we give the world to define that. So if we are just transparent with who we are and say, hey, we sin here, we sin here, and this is what we're working on, and this is what we want to do in life, um, it allows us to be transparent, and it doesn't allow the world to define us because we're already defining ourselves because we're not afraid to be who we really are. Yeah, for sure. So today we are talking about dating, and in dating, there's so many things we could talk about, Amber, right? Yeah, there's like literally so many things. We have a list of about 20 things that we could talk about. But I think today we're going to be focusing on how far is too far. How far mm-hmm. is too far and just the Christian dating progression. Like mm-hmm. what is what does that look like? Is there is there an ideal? I don't think there is. I don't know. Um, we'll find out. But how far is too far, Amber? Mm-hmm. So I feel like I kind of hear that a lot. How far is too far? And I'm just going to start right off the bat by saying, if you ask that question, you've probably already gone too far. Too far. So I know I have a couple of friends. I don't know about you, Brandon, but the first kiss. Come on now. So I waited to have my first kiss when I was 18. So I was going into college. Wow. Yeah. I don't really think you plan these things. I just think, you know, either dudes are into you or they're not. So I think my experience was more held off. And um, I just remember... The fear of having my first kiss. Yes. Especially the older you get, you're yes. kind of like, oh my gosh. Like, like I'm rusty. This is a lot. Even though I've never done this before. And I don't know how to practice. And how do you practice without first kissing? So I had my first kiss and a lot of my friends um, told me that they either had their first kiss and it was awesome or they're too afraid to have their first kiss because they're afraid they might take it too far. Too far, really? Yeah. Let me, let me ask you this. Was that first kiss like romantic? Was there rose petals and... I mean, and candles. I mean, no. It was in the back seat of of my car, well, oh. my mom's car at the time. It was rugged. It was at a park that had already closed. I thought you were anyway, say I'm not gonna get too far into detail, yeah, okay, but yeah. I will say this: that I had a teacher in uh, junior high who uh, waited to have her first kiss at the age of 35, and it was on her wedding day. Dang, girl! Like, I think that's too far, but because I'm just. I don't know. I've talked to a couple other people and they're like, 
do you want to look non-experienced when you have your first kiss in front of everyone? Like, on my mm. wedding day, I kind of want to look like I know mm. what I'm doing. Yeah, you do. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you don't want to. I don't know. That's just my take. Listen, I think I think kissing is such an amazing thing, and mm. it's hard. It's hard not to want to kiss somebody that you're, you know, you find attractive. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Especially if they got some big old voluptuous <laughs> lips that you just want to <laughs> fly a plane on. You know what I'm saying? It's That's hard. How I put it. <laughs> Thirty-five though, man. But I do. I really respect her because yeah. I think I think just being able to hold off and wait. I mean, that's part of that. Can you can say, well, I just wasn't dating anybody, but a lot of that comes from discipline. And discipline. I think, I think she definitely has a lot of discipline. I think you can kiss people um, prior to marriage. You just have to have that discipline. You have to be Christ, Christ uh, centered first mm-hmm. before you get into any of that stuff, and that needs to be established like at the beginning of the relationship. Mm-hmm. So, I wonder who she married. You know, to. He looked a little weird. Oh, really? Yeah. But yeah. great heart. I bet he had a really good heart. Yeah, great heart. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I think, I don't think waiting till marriage is a bad thing. I just feel like for me, it would be really hard because I'm personally a lover. I don't know about you, Amber, but I like to cuddle. I like to kiss, you mm-hmm. know? And when I, <clears throat> when I have somebody that I really care about, like, that's a way that we can show affection and intimacy without like getting too deep into it. But you have to set those boundaries prior to that because kissing can lead to some places. You know, and <laughs> we're gonna go right there. <laughs> Tell us, Brandon. It can lead how to some. How far is too far? How far is too far? Um, okay, so obviously in a Christian dating place, right? Mm-hmm. And I was reading this uh, the other day. It says, as many as 80% of unmarried evangelical young adults have had sex, according to analysis of a study on a sexual activity um, in a, and it's called the Christian Magazine. It was done in 2011. They did an analysis on young evangelical Christians, and 80% of them have had sex before marriage. So it's not like an uncommon thing. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like people are getting busy out there. You yep. know what I'm saying? And let's just say we're not in a recession. So, yeah, uh, we're not in a recession. The lights are on. So I think in the context of Christian dating, I think God holds that level of intimacy for marriage. And I think that's really important that as Christians, we respect God's wishes with that because obviously he's smarter than we are. At least I, at least, yeah, he is. Um, and he knows the right time, the right place for that. But we just, I mean, when the fire gets going, mm-hmm. it's hard to put it out. Turn off the light. <laughs> you know, and I, I think what's, I think what's so hard about about Christian dating and asking the question about how far is too far, and in looking to biblical truth for the mm-hmm. answer, because <clears throat> oftentimes that's what we do. We go onto YouTube or or we'll look through our Bible and we'll try to find the right passage that justifies what we really want to do in that fiery burning moment. And right. I think there's I think there's two things here. One is that we're all given the gift of discernment the minute right. that we accept Jesus into our heart. Right. So before even asking the question, the minute you have the inclination, you know. Mm-hmm. You're just looking for someone to justify you. And that's often right. what we do with the Christian faith is we look to this book called the Bible right. to justify what we think is right. Yeah. And honestly, in today's age, you can find any verse to justify how you feel and why your actions are valid. Mm-hmm. But then second, I also kind of want to say that, you know, there's no such thing as dating 
in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And so we know that we have created this thing called dating. Because in the Bible, there's one or two things. You're either brother and sister in Christ or you're married. Yeah. So us looking to scripture to tell me if I can hold her hand after five months or, you know, we could do the boom boom thing. Like, like, you know. Yeah. It's set aside for marriage. And I think when it comes down to the nitty gritty of like what's okay, what's not okay is oftentimes I think God gives us those answers through the gift of discernment. And I think every believer has that gift. I will. I Man, Amber, you just got so much spiritual wisdom. Hey, everyone, pray for Amber, please. Pray Pray for for Amber, please, that she just become a saint on this planet in the meantime so she can keep dawning this spiritual wisdom on us. But um, I think, man, I think sex is something that we should look forward to having in marriage. You know what I'm saying? So Transparency 1000. Let's get it. Let's get it. Um. I came from more of a secular background, so I didn't really become a Christian until I was like 23 years old. Mm-hmm. So your boy and was- how old are you now? I'm 25. Amen. Yeah, so your boy was experimenting in high school, you know? Mm-hmm. I didn't really lose my virginity until I was 18, you know, in the back of a car. Wow! Yeah, Trans- transparency. <laughs> hey, this is about to, this is not gonna be PG Gordon. I'm here we go. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, totally PG Gordon. Um, we're just being honest here. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, you know, going through that and having those experiences when I was younger um, and now knowing Christ and who Christ is in me, like him saving that that cherry on top for the relationship um, that I'm going to have with my wife, that's something to look forward to because I'm going to share that moment with her. Mm-hmm. And that level of intimacy is going to be just between us. And basically, we've built this climax off of a huge friendship that we've had over you know x amount of months or x amount of years Mm -hmm. so that's something to look forward to you know Mm -hmm. it's just hard when you're young and you have hormones going through you and kind of getting over that hump um in the relationship to like you know we figured it out this is how we're going to act around each other even if you know the person can't be your house past a certain time you know what i'm saying well and i think I think in that, well, one, Brandon, we thank you for your transparency. Yeah, I'm just trying to keep it real with y'all. You know, and and two, um, I think when we ask the question, how far is too far? Yeah. Or when other people pose that question onto us based on our own personal experiences, like, I think you took it too far, is oftentimes this idea of shame and guilt comes upon us. Right. And it's not that we think we've taken it too far with this person. Oftentimes it's, we feel as if we've gone too far from God. Mm. And I kind of just want to disclose just close that right now and, and and call that a lie in itself is just that, you know, asking how far is too far or, you know, if you know you didn't necessarily wait until marriage to have sex mm-hmm. and you're wondering, you know, I took it too far. Well, now I'm too far from God. Well, first in that moment, it's like, well, you're not, you know, Jesus died. I know we say it all the time, but like he really did. He really did. He died not just for sin, but for shame and for guilt and for all these things. And and I think the greatest thing about being a believer in times um, in times of need for an answer is that it's not the guilt that just comes. Um, the guilt is from the devil. Yeah. And that always comes. But it's the conviction. Yeah, he's working overtime. You know what I'm saying? And so I think in these moments, too, I know a lot of people, we've read the statistics. We know what it is. We know what's broadcasted in media, what's on TV shows. You know, what used to not be okay is now okay to be shown. And, you know, we're not being exposed to sexual images mm-hmm. and um, sexual language. Um, 
in high school. You know, this is this starts from when we're really young. Right. So we're not really waiting for this temptation to go away, like starting in high school. We've been waiting. Some of us been waiting like 12 years. Like, <laughs> like we've been wanting to have sex like, like since middle school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I think it's fair um, yeah, to you be and your... open and transparent right. about, about these things. Like, right. I'm not about to sit here and say that. The idea of sex first came into my mind when I was in high school. No, like I knew what sex was right. and the ability of pleasure that it could bestow on a human being mm-hmm. in the sixth grade when one of my friends was boo-boo pregnant. Oh, like, man. And that's just growing up, you know, that's going to school in the inner city. You know, that's right. how it is. So I think the more open and honest and transparent we are, we go from being sexually frustrated beings mm-hmm. to being able to offer this temptation up to God and asking him to not just take it away and make us feel whole and pure again but but god really allowing me to see like no it's okay that we have these urges right but god can you allow me to control myself so i can save it for the right exactly person? that's it i think begging and asking to never have the urge again is something that's unrealistic it's and unrealistic. i think that's often why we get frustrated with ourselves and other people exactly and we can't hold ourselves to like this amazing standard that we know we can't keep you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and i wish i wish i could go back and talk to my 18 year old self and be like dude don't go in that car man mm-hmm. you, don't know do it. you know it's about to happen He's dog about to go down. it's about to go down mm-hmm. but if i just waited you know till marriage i think it would have been so much more intimate and so much more pure and so much more it would have been it would have brought me so much more closer. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to say closer to God, but it would have been a moment that was like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm secure in this 100%, you know, because you give your full heart um, to that person once you do that. Mm-hmm. And um, and just being in obedience to Christ and realizing purity is a, a good thing. I mean, I read this, um, this quote the other day um, and I wrote it down. It said, every act of obedience in life and in dating is a free act of de- defiance in the face of Satan's schemes and lies. We are not just guarding ourselves from him by setting and keeping boundaries. We are seizing territory back from him in dating. Oh, amen. That's deep, That's right? Good. That's really good. Right? And you don't want him to, you don't want to open up doors for him to walk into. Mm-hmm. So it's so important, guys, that you put your mind um where where God wants you in that area of your life because that's such a vulnerable place. Mm-hmm. It really is. And once you give your heart to somebody, if you don't give your heart to them um, with security and they have security in holding your heart, they can drop your heart because those feeble hands, man, mm-hmm. quick quick with dropping hearts. Mm-hmm. Blood of fingers, you know what I'm saying? So how far is too far, Amber? Honestly, I mean, I've been out of the game for a little bit. Oh, so, you've been out of the game, all right. I'm a little rusty, <laughs> but I think I think in asking the question how far is too far is I know people are s- afraid of the word intimacy, mm-hmm. um, and in my daily walk with God, I I've realized that okay, if I'm out of the dating game right now, how am I being productive and proactive and making sure that um, that when the time is right. Um, that I'm not just trying this thing all over again. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what you practice is often what ends up happening naturally. And so I actually, I consider my boyfriend Jesus. Yeah, um, there you go. And I'm actually dating God right now. I I, I hate when single people pity themselves. Like, yeah. I'm just going to say that right now, you know, and say, oh, my gosh, like, my life sucks because I'm single. But, but no, it, it doesn't. Okay, it might suck when you just really want to cuddle. Yeah, you want to cuddle. I think 
really and truly what I've, what I've been understanding from God in this dating period with him is that intimacy is actually a really beautiful word. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just shared with, with people. Um, it's shared with the Heavenly Father. And my hope in my next relationship with someone is that, um, that I would have intimate moments with them. And I like to think of the word intimacy mm-hmm. is into me, see God. So I don't, I don't, I don't want to do this cliche dating thing. I would, I would much rather someone date me and and see more of God in our intimate. Oh moments. my gosh! You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't want to ask the question. You know, how far is too far in a lustful way anymore? Right. I want to ask, how much farther can they go yeah. to understand and see Jesus in me? Right. And I, I think for me, that's a that's a better approach. So I think how far is too far? The question that it's already answered in itself. If you're asking the question how far is too yeah. far, then you're probably you're probably thinking about how can I sneak around Jesus's back to do what I want to do. That's true. So That's you true. you already know what it is. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You already know how far is too far. And um so don't try to cover up dirt on the the question. Just mm-hmm. just look at it for what it is. Just like we look at what it means to be a Christian for what it is. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's contrary to culture. It's contrary to the world. And if you're willing to be a Christian, then you have to go all the way. You have to dive deep into who Jesus actually is. Yeah. And that means you have to follow his word to the T um, and try to understand him in 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 the way that the Bible is, is revealing itself to you. And, and God will let you know. He yeah. will. I think if there's any... There's any last things that I could say? I would say for anyone that feels like they've they've already gone too far. Um, if you're in a current relationship, or if you've already been in a past relationship, and um, you've had sex before marriage, and that's something that hangs over your head, um, I would just want to free you today in knowing that it's okay. That um, Jesus doesn't look at you any differently, and I really pray that you don't look at yourself any differently in the sense that you can no longer be consider yourself pure or um, that purity isn't a thing that you hold anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that purity is a mindset. Right. And if you're continuing to ask God to shower you, I mean, every day we fill our mind with images that glorify him and images that don't. Yep. Um, and we listen to things that glorify him and things that don't. And so at the end of the day, we're all actually on the same playing field. Um, but what are we doing to draw closer to him? Yeah. And instead of asking yourself, how far is too far? Ask yourself, how much further can I go to experience Jesus? And if I can do it with this person, then amen. Amen. Hey, that was good. Hey, we're going to end there, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. I hope we answered your question, how far is too far? We're going to see if people like these or not. Um, this is just our first one, kind of just get our toes wet yeah. in, in the water mm-hmm. to see if we like doing this and see if people will actually enjoy this. Um, so, Amber, do you want to you lead us out in prayer? Oh my gosh, yes. Yes, we're going to pray go for ahead. these people. Y'all listen to this. Close your eyes. I Here can't we go. See Here you, we go. Jesus can. Father God, we thank you for today, Lord. I thank you for Brandon for coming up with this idea of, of um, young Christian. Lord, we don't really know what we're doing, um, <laughs> but we know you never stop doing things. And so, God, we're just, we're just thankful for the opportunity to go on this journey together. God, for anyone who's listening, Lord, would you, would you answer their prayers? Um, and God, we, we pray that you wouldn't answer prayers in the way that we want, but God, in the way that you want. May you give us ears to hear that answer and eyes to see it um, come to fruition. Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you for life. And God, we just pray that we gave someone um, a little bit more life today. God, we thank you for the opportunity. We thank you for your son. And it's in your precious name we pray, dear Lord. Amen. Amen. 
Goodbye, guys. Have a blessed day. All right. See ya.